tonight on the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Bring your bike on your way to the Xbox Live Zone. That's a spicy meatball. It's a me, a Mario. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. And tonight, guys, we're here with another episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. This is episode 53. As triple checked mm-hmm. by myself, Ryan, and Ryan. Because <laughs> I'm equal to two people. I like that mm-hmm. one. That's quick. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we got Hunter here with us tonight as well. And for some reason, you guys are frozen on my screen. Nice. Hey, I got to give it to you, Clinton. I was just thinking before we started uh, how like very consistent you are with that opener. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, good at yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You like... Well, You've been so consistent. It sounds the same every time. Yeah, that's good. That's he's, you love consistency. Yes. He starts it differently. Like if you listen to the podcast, you'll notice sometimes he'll go, "Hey guys, how y'all doing?" or something like that. There's like a like he makes up a little line for right before he says little variant podcast there. line. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Right. Yeah. That's called now professionalism, get- folks. If you've joined in and you're listening, this is a top-notch podcast. We bring it. We work hard at making it the best in the gaming dad industry, which is a very crowded niche or niche. That's true. That's true. And I love the fancy language tonight. It just gets me in the mood for professionalism in gaming. Yes. You know? Now, tonight, I'm really excited. Uh, I got some, some good gaming news that I will be bringing. You know, I took a couple weeks off, handed the reins over to Ryan and, and Hunter on the news, and they rocked it like I knew they would. Um, yeah. Statistics got too high. Clint's got to bring it back to... Uh, Stable level, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I figured I'd go for the sling and mud articles, you know. Sling and mud, politics, that's my style, you know. Oh, yeah. Bring mm-hmm. it. Getting to the juicy rumors. No. Definitely. There, there, there won't be any of that tonight, but there is there is some uh, some controversy. Not much, though. It's like very light controversy. More of a disagreement, but uh, news is going to be good tonight. And, Ryan, what are you hitting us with on the tips and tricks, brother? Oh, I'm going to be hitting tips and and tricks. Mm. On oh. the tips and tricks. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't he didn't give me anything on that, so I guess that means we're not gonna know until we get there. Oh, yeah. like... It's gonna be the most important game ever played. Put it mm. that way. Mm. It's kinda like going to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And then Hunter's bringing us a dish for the win. I know it'll be delish, but uh Hunter always likes to keep those Close to the vest, as they say in poker. Uh, before we start, is I'm just going anything... to have to. I'm going to have to interrupt on that. I think Hunter gave us a pretty good hint. If you were listening in the intro, not going to repeat I... it. But every <laughs> time, every time I'm very like upfront about what I'm going to talk about, Clinton doesn't remember it. Uh, no, he's you like, have... I have no idea what, what <laughs> Hunter's doing the, tonight. The so I'm like Clinton. I literally said we talk about chicken fried steaks, and hey. he's like, we don't know what he's going to talk about today. Well, th- yeah. see, that's the key, though. That's the key. You don't really buy into the hint. You mm. keep them. You yeah. still keep them guessing. See, that's the yeah. whole mm-hmm. professionalism, as we say, behind it. The real question is: Does Clint remember what the hint was? We don't got to get see? into all that. Okay, we got. Okay, we got him. All no, right. yeah. And it's what's funny about it is it even goes with his. Like it was, you yeah. know, both yeah. of I them think, were kind of. Oh, it's Italian food. There you go. Boom, on it. <laughs> Olive Garden, feed me now. At least we have a category, folks. 
Yeah. yeah. Was there anything you guys wanted to say before we just hop right into the news? Yeah, I'm a carnivore so. these days. I'm just going to throw it out there. Mm, okay. I jumped over to the uh, carnivore diet, except for I did not give up the potatoes. You mm. can shoot me if you want. That's fine. So I, I have switched over because I just get so much bloating, you know, not just my fat cells that are bloated make my face huge and make me weigh 335 pounds, uh, but also the, like, gut bloating and inflammation mm. and just feeling kind of like, ugh, and I can't get over it and I haven't been able to get over it for a little while. So I just went all the way down to pretty much just meat. Mm. So been pretty interesting, and I'm losing some weight, and I'm going to use that to jump into, like, a elimination type thing. So I'll add okay. things back and find out what the freak is making me inflame mm. so I can get my health back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't blame you one bit on that, brother. So I've started some intermittent fasting. I do 24 on, yep. 24 off. Me and Clint are supposed to start running whenever he's ready. But uh, it's It's been this long um, process of... The Tuesdays and Thursdays hit, and we're just kind of silent. Real quick, you know? my, well, my intermittent get... is like, uh, what do you call it? I don't know, what do you, 8 on, 16 off, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, is, right? a lot of people do uh, that. 24-24 seems like that'd be a lot harder. How's that been? It's pretty tough. Um, I, I think once I've got past, like, this is my first, no, nah, this is my second week doing that. My first week was rough, like, uh, on the days I was fasting, I'd have to go, like, I went into the kitchen and got the pickle jar out and drank pickle juice because, like, I just needed oh, really? some, I needed some savory, you know what I'm saying? Mm, right. Because I'm allowing myself to drink, like, juice if I want juice. Obviously, okay. some of my sugar doesn't just bomb or anything right. like that. Oh, yeah, that's but, true. Um, because of the 24 on, 24 off, I'm able to eat breakfast every day okay. because that's that 24 mark. I allow myself to eat that at the same time so that I can take my medicine without making myself sick, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So, so it's almost it's been working like out. 25, 23. Yeah. If you were taking Which is perfect though. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. But it's just basically I'm going a day eating and a day not. And, uh, um, I think it's, I've seen some results in it in the way I eat on the days that I do mm-hmm. eat. Mm-hmm. I eat a lot Cut less. Cut your appetite down. Mm-hmm. And when I eat that amount, I still feel guilty. I'm like, man, I feel like I ate a lot. And then I start thinking about it, and I'm like, I really didn't eat much today. Right. Yeah. And so it's it's going good. And I think if I pair a good workout system, and I need to get back on uh, my Switch because I want to do that for you guys. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, failing, it's going brother. good. You're failing. I did. Mm-hmm. I plummeted. I, I've, I've got a very bad self-discipline. <laughs> Hey, I think we all here on the podcast have some kind of self-discipline issue, um, as yeah. the audience can see. So, you know, why hide it? Right. <laughs> with that said, you know, I want to hit you with some, some stuff that's going to matter, going to make your week good, and uh, some exciting news coming I'm ready down for the it. pipe. dads and uh, other listeners of the podcast it is time to cover some news let's talk about let's talk about g-force now we talked about it a little bit i think uh was it last week or two weeks ago or something that occasion about how well their launch was right they had a really good yes startup well somewhere along the along the way they lost the activision blizzard games that were um, mm-hmm. supposed to be mm-hmm. included in the G-Force now, 
Um, apparently, Activision Blizzard's library of games disappeared from GeForce Now shortly after the game streaming service was officially launched. Um, it says here at the time, NVIDIA didn't give an actual reason uh, as to why the games were uh, dropped. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it basically came down to a misunderstanding between the two companies. Um, NVIDIA uh, told Bloomberg that the reason the move was a misunderstanding in that it believed the agreement with Activision Blizzard regarding its involvement in the beta of GeForce Now applied to the initial post-launch trial period of service, too. Um, the article doesn't go into great details, um, and NVIDIA doesn't really go into great details of what that misunderstanding was. Um, mm. But from here, um, from this, it sounds like uh, Activision Blizzard won in some kind of commercial agreement um, before proceeding to the full launch for GeForce Now, and that didn't okay. happen, so the publisher pulled their games. Um, which makes sense, I guess, you know, uh, if they were under huh. the understanding that we'll let you use it till beta, they probably just wanted to rehash, you know, reconnect. Right. Johnny. I mean, it kind of sounds like, sounds like you'd probably have uh, more information from GeForce's side if it was a permanent thing. So it kind of sounds like maybe it's still trying to be worked out, or am I reading mm-hmm. that wrong from what you're saying? No, you're 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 exactly correct on that. GeForce now or NVIDIA has came out and said that they hope to fix the issue with uh, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, and bring the games back because we're talking huge titles like Call of Duty that people may have signed up for for this. You know, of course, Overwatch, um, Warcraft, of course. Um, but then other mm-hmm. games like um, Shadows Die Twice, um, mm-hmm. the Sekiro game, that's the Sekiro game, uh, and some other things. So really I, had a, I had a couple of people actually ask me this week about that. They were asking me, okay, so does this mean, you know, because I talk about Shadow. Shadow has its own mm-hmm. issues, but I use Shadow because I'm a broke dad. And uh, I got to use Shadow so I can keep up with my other gaming friends. But mm-hmm. uh, they asked me, so does that mean Activision is just going to do their own thing and they're going to pull out a, of uh, Shadow too? Because it's like, is this all cloud gaming that Shadow's not going to, or that Activision Blizzard's not going to be in? And I realized people still don't really grasp what Shadow is. When yeah, I heard yeah. that, because yeah. Shadow is not cloud gaming. Shadow is, it is, because they call it Shadow Gaming, right? And it, it mm-hmm. is built and designed around gamers. It's under that category, but it doesn't really work right. in that sense, yeah. Right, it's, it's a cloud PC. Yeah, it's a yeah. PC, guys, meaning it's an entire PC. So anything you can get on your PC, you can get on Shadow. They're not licensed with anybody. They're not contracted with anybody. Yeah. They are just a remote contact between you and... And a powerful gaming PC. So for GeForce Now, it does play the PC games and you play with the PC community. But it's it's set up more in the way that maybe you've seen an Xbox or a PlayStation right now work. Yeah, the they're licensed. You have, your, you have your catalog there, but you don't have mm-hmm. a physical window. It's not running a Windows operating system. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that NVIDIA, the fact that they they make graphics cards, they've worked with you know game companies in the past, I don't. I don't think this is something that'll stay. I think Blizzard's just saying, "Hey, we only right, you know, agreed to go until beta." And well, and that, I get it because if you let's redo our deal, <clears throat> and if you know Blizzard sense. Activision, they have their own launcher, right? They make their mm-hmm. own games and they have their own launcher. So it's not like Steam or uh, some other. Uh, what's the other one that you can kind of host them all on? Uh, you can host them all on your uh, on the actual. Um, I think the Ubisoft or something like that, you mm-hmm. can actually open any of the games from there, even though you're not buying them from there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but that's not that's not how what do you call it? That's not how the G force is set up. So they're not mm-hmm. they would be in a sense competing, right? Because mm-hmm. you've got the launcher that already exists for all the Activision and Battle.net stuff. If you're a PC guy, you know this. So mm-hmm. for them to let another launcher do it, it's not like they just let everybody. You can't get those games on Steam, right? You can't yeah. get uh, Call of Duty and these kind of things on Steam. They've been pulled from Steam. I think and maybe they, one of the old ones is still on there. And they do, ha- and they do then, have certain rules. They do have certain rules with cloud gaming too. They don't mm-hmm. really like those third-party systems because people can um, get in and hack people. They can do other things through those yep. type of channels, and they can't they can't locate the IP because the IP is at a different server. If that makes sense, right? So, so they want to keep everything the a security wrapped thing, up. and yeah, yep, yep. So I, I I get why they're doing that. Um, but yeah, so that's that's going on with GeForce now. But the hope is. Um, that they can get that back on, especially for the people that, um, you know, have went in, and that may have been the reason they signed up for the program. But uh, well, it's just like now, I might be wrong, but you probably can't expect to see Fortnite on there, right? You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Like Fortnite, they do the same thing. They have their own launcher. They have their own, uh, what would you call that ecosystem? Right. In a way, it's yeah. the, they're not just I making actually, a game. I actually haven't checked to see if Fortnite or games like that are on there. I mean, it could yeah, be. That's just a guess for me. It's the same yeah. kind of vibe to me, so I doubt it. But you know they are on Xbox and PlayStation and on mobile, so I guess we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but another news: uh, No Man's Sky um, is a game that's kind of made a resurgent within the last year with uh, some of its awesome updates. Uh, and the you game know, itself is, it. the game itself has changed. Um, mm-hmm. You can actually get on and play with your friends now, which is a huge step in the right direction for them. Um, well, they're going to be releasing its next their next monthly update, and uh, this one's going to be kind of weird. It's going into a kind of a bizarre um, space mm. fantasy. Um, they're releasing this new patch called Living Ships Update, and uh, mm. it's coming out uh, across PC, PS4, and Xbox One, um, and it's free. It doesn't cost the once you've bought the game, it doesn't cost you anything to download it. Um, in a press release from Hello Games, uh, revealed uh, that these living ships can be discovered by players as uh, galactic eggs found across the galaxy, capable uh, of being nurtured into fully flyable spacecraft uh, that look and move like nothing else in the universe. That's wow, going that's on. Interesting. Yeah. You know so what pr- flashed into my mind when you first said that? They're going to have a very interesting uh, edition this time. I mm-hmm. thought Rick and Morty universe. No, dude, that'd be sick. No man's sky. They could. <laughs> I mean, fit they the could. Game at all? Okay, yeah. kind of could. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't have the Plumbus hanging out there, but right. you definitely have some interesting things um, uh-huh. flying by. The Plumbus. Um, yeah. <laughs> God, favorite, one of my favorite episodes is when they had the how it's made. Oh yeah. And it's the Plumbus. First, yep, they the take plumbus. the Plumbus, and they take uh, the, and they did. You could tell it's just all made up words. Oh they yeah. Take the Chingus. Mm-hmm. It's like. <laughs> What in the world? So in addition to this update as well, um, they're going to introduce more points of interest for the player, and uh, they're also going to have more NPC encounters to liven up the exploration of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just another uh, other numbers of quality of life improvements. So Nice, nice. Yeah. That's something like I, would, I feel like I would like to jump on on PC. It's just I'm not ready to make that plunge. Right. There's mm-hmm. other there's other games to buy right now. Well, when you do hit me up, because yeah. I do want to jump back into that. Yeah, you know, I I bought it back on PlayStation um, 
when it first came out, and it was like, wow, what a disappointment. What a right. waste of money. Yeah, I remember. And, and the, I remember you f- talking about that when they first started expanding on it, and mm-hmm. uh, we talked about how much of you thought it was going to be a great game, but now everybody's starting to play it, and you're already over it. It's mm-hmm. one of those kind of hard-to-deal-with scenarios sometimes in gaming, especially mm-hmm. with well, the way they release games now. Well, thank goodness, yeah. though, that you have, a, like, that's like we talked about the other day, they do keep changing games, so you don't mm-hmm. buy a, mm-hmm. sometimes you buy a $60 turd, but now it has they a can chance polish to it. Still, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I think, a good example of something that is being polished, and you know, hey, shame on them in the beginning for, you know, promising too much and not delivering, but they right. have stuck to their guns and, and made it right by the fans. So that's Yeah, I'm thing. glad to see that they're following through. Yeah, yeah, because they could easily have been like, nah, not worth it. Yeah. Um, so in other news, uh, as it comes to movies, I want to talk about this game or this movie that's based off a game. I think you guys know where I'm going with this. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Doing the pretty blue good. Pokemon. Yeah, doing good, doing good. Um, last year, uh, you know, it was hands down just a huge debacle back in April. Um, of oh, people yeah. reacting to Sonic, fifty-seven mm-hmm. million they spent um, to uh, well it made fifty-seven million uh, on opening weekend, and I don't remember how much they actually spent on. It was, if I remember right, it was around eight million. Was it? They spent okay. just, so that's, just on redoing Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. So they redid Sonic. It's doing really good right now. Um, it's actually one of the first games that, uh, game movies that have done really well. Um, Which, you know, one of the reasons I think they did well is not just because they made Sonic better, but because they, they actually listened to the fans go, what in the world did you do to Sonic? And then they said, well, we blew it. And they mm-hmm. went back and changed it. It's, the, it's not just the fact that it looks better so now people want to watch it. I think there's an appreciation in the gaming community that's going, dang, they really cared. Mm-hmm. Like, they went and redid the movie. It was ready to release. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There were trailers coming out. You know what I mean? And they said, yeah. no, we're going to pull it. We're going to fix it. I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that in my lifetime. Yeah, right. I think I think it was a good move. Um, and, you know, it kind of got that report takes some notes. with their peeps. Yeah. Um, they got a 64% rating on Rotten Tomatoes and built a fan ba- had a built-in fan base that helped Sonic beat uh, other gaming films like Tomb Raider, Warcraft, and Angry Birds, the movie. Mm. Um, Sonic also had a big-name uh, big actor appeal with performances by Jim Carrey and James Marston. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And Jim Carrey's kind of been out of the circle, so it's kind of a big return. It's kind of a mm-hmm. different kind of a... Well, that you know, dude I like that. has gotten weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely gotten weird. I um, love me some Jim Carrey, but dude, he has gotten weird. But I think those comedians like that are just, they deal with some different things because they've delved into yeah. some weird things. Because they're, they're, they're almost like method actors in a way. I think and, he's really, really smart. Just like just like uh, Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. He's got a pretty a high level of, of intelligence that takes a different spin on how you got to process life and things that happen mm-hmm. and kind of analyze what's going on and they think of things differently yeah 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 um but overall critics are saying it's a good family fun film that has a good message of friendship um definitely something fun to go watch with your kids and you know that's i think that's all you expect out of a movie like that but it is nice to see that uh, the fact that they chose to spend money to fix the problem and are now having i wonder if they made it. it in a sequel type manner do you see know. anything on there that's that mm-hmm. says anything about that no, no. 
But I haven't looked up, you know, I haven't went and did other research. I just kind of want right. to watch it and see what happens. Something I like yeah, to Yeah, I don't want to know too much about it either. Yep. Yeah. We can go together. I'd be down for right. that. That'd be quick. That'd be quick. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what queet is, but, you know. Maybe sweet, because you're talking about the girls going. Yeah. You know, that'd be queet. sweet for yeah. them. Yeah. That could be a new word right there, you know. Yeah. Cool mixed yep. with sweet. A little queet. Oh, yeah. That's coming down yeah, the pipe real quick. <laughs> no. I don't like no. that word. It's a little too close to some other stuff. Ah, see, your dirty mind. It just doesn't sound like a polite word, especially when you're talking about your daughters. That's so cute. I'm not talking about my... I'm talking about the movie, not my daughters. I know, but it's in the same concept. You're saying it's going to be cute that your daughters are going to a movie Hey, that's going to be the title of the episode, guys. Episode 53, (laughs) that's so cute. He does stuff just to spite me. (laughs) Uh, well, we were talking about Activision Blizzard earlier, and now I'm returning back to them. And I promise it's not because I'm just a fanboy. It's, uh, it's really... It's the fanboy. No, nah, this one's pretty cool. I think you're going to like it because we talked about this recently. Um, there is some leaks uh, that suggest Blizzard and Netflix may be doing an animated series together. Uh, Netflix yes. is working on an animated show based on both Overwatch and and Diablo game franchises, according to president of Activision Blizzard, Nick Van Dyke, who has listed the projects in his LinkedIn profile. According to the said profile, um, Van Dyke is an executive producer of Diablo, a TV adaptation of Blizzard Entertainment's IP rendered in anime style, currently in pre-production for distribution worldwide through Netflix. Nice. A, little, a little further down, the resume also refers to an animated series based on Blizzard's Overwatch franchise. While Netflix isn't explicitly mentioned here, we can uh, take an educated guess that the streaming service is involved, given that it's working on similar adaptation of, of the Diablo IP. I wonder when they say in anime style, do they mean like that kind of animation? Maybe. That would be interesting to see Diablo in anime style. Yeah, that that's me weird. It'd <laughs> be really weird. Yeah, in a way. I mean, they could definitely get gory with it, and it's still right. Cool, yeah, yeah. But it's you know that's that's uh, really dark and very you know mm-hmm. can be a very. Disturbing I'm excited universe. for that, man. Yeah. So, yeah. I think Overwatch to me would work even better because it already kind of has that style. Um, oh yeah, it just has to a, it. It has know? a very diverse storyline too. Mm-hmm. Overwatch, because you can kind of mm-hmm. build a series off of each character, like kind mm-hmm. of a, you know, right. one of those that follows each person's pre-story. Or yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, so it'd I be think... one of those shows that halfway through for some filler episodes they go back in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. to yeah. talk about other people's story. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But they need they need to do it right, and I always say go with your strongest story first. It's what I think they did wrong with Warcraft. I think they started with the wrong story. They literally started right. with the beginning of Warcraft, and I always thought they should have started with their best story, which was the Lich King story, and then you could always backtrack. Mm-hmm. But give right. someone that classic human becomes a bad guy, you know, that White Knight becomes the bad guy story, Darth Vader-like, you know. Gotcha. That's the better, that's the better story to me. So we'll see if they do it right with the, with the Diablo series and the, um, the Overwatch series. Um, but last on my list, I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about Super Smash Bros. Um, I did say it's a Mia Mario, and it was referenced to this. Uh, Super Smart Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Next Tournament um, is going to be doing a special 90s-themed tournament this weekend. 
uh, that will limit the range of fighters available to the to those who debuted in the 90s. Uh, the oh, avail- I like it. Yep, the available stages will also uh, be pulled from 90s games. Um, this will disqualify plenty of fighters and stages um, who were first introduced before and after the 90s, but you'll be able to use Sonic, Pikachu, Cloud, King K. Rule, Mewtwo, Sheik, Ridley, and many others. A full list um, A full list has not been made available, but longtime Nintendo fans can look forward to representing their favorite games of the era. Uh, players will be able to unlock spirits depending on their performance in the tournament. Uh, this begins February 21st. Um, in Japan, at least, uh, start time will vary depending on your time zone. And we'll run for three if that's days. not a delirious dad's tournament, I don't know what is. I mean, that's the exact age range of, you know, the guys that grew up our age and now have kids. Right. Get their right. stuff from the 90s. That's the games they grew up with. Mm-hmm. That's, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yep. The original Super Mario Smash Brother itself, um, it came out back in 1999. So barely hit the 90s. But, you know, we'll still consider it that. Um, and uh, now the current Super Smash Bros. is the fifth mainline game in the series. So, go check that out. Uh, I looked it up on Twitch. You can just find mm-hmm. the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate channel, and I believe that's where you're gonna gonna watch this stream from. Um, okay. But very exciting, and you can probably go to their website to find out more on that tournament. Do you even Pokemon, bro? Oh yeah. <laughs> Claire's into Pokemon, so we've been watching the Pokemon cartoons. You said Mewtwo wrong. Oh. And he said Pikachu. He said Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> I always call it Pikachu. <laughs> that old Pikachu and Pikachu. Pikachu. Are you guys playing Pokemon in here? Okay, so Mewtwo I didn't know, or Matu or Maytu, whatever. Okay. Mewtwo. Oh, I never had Mewtwo on my card, so there because you go. Because he was a, he was a, uh, a like rare. The best freaking thing yeah. you could get. Yeah. Right. He was next so, to a Charizard. So I never had him. You're a Charizard. Did you never watch the shows? <laughs> No, I never it's watched okay, the shows. Hunter, I, was, I only hey, played the card games a little bit. So what's up, Justin? Yeah, we know we're frozen. It's Clinton's fault, but he keeps uh, blaming on Streamlabs. No, it's Elsa's fault, okay? Let's just be honest. Yeah, Let I don't know go. what... Oh, I like that, because we're frozen? Wow. Mm, yeah. Clint, put that in your books. That goes on the B-roll. And I don't know about these old geezers, but I'll play something with you tonight. Yeah. I'm I was planning, planning on it, but I think I'm going to be on wife uh, hangout time since I've been... Stuck upstairs with the sick kid for three days mm. and haven't seen her. I think that's what's going to happen. Ooh, I may still get on, but it might be a little sentence. later. Well, Hunter, I will probably be on, brother. Don't let Ryan ruin your party. Okay. Ryan. Actually, the fact that I'm not on and you are is probably what's going to ruin his party. Mm, I don't think so, but what is going to ruin this party is the next segment. Ryan, it's your turn, buddy. In a world of Easter eggs and cheats, it's time for... What they don't want you to know. I love the fact that I am doing the segment for tips and tricks. And the category that I'm going to be talking about, which I said is the most important game you've ever played or ever will play, is the game of life. Yep. Mm. That means real life. So we're going to be talking about a few little tips and tricks coming from one fat man to another. Or you might not be fat. You may just be completely out of shape, kind of one of them limp noodles, you know, because all you do is game. 
and you've got no, uh, hey, let's go on a hike, and you're like, mm, don't know if I can. The answer is not, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> if the answer I is, I don't know if I can, this is for you guys. Yeah. Uh, no matter the size. Yeah. So I, I, I love the fact that I'm that. coming in. Yeah. Mm. I love the fact that I'm coming in right before Hunter, who will be talking about uh, Italian food, which will probably be high in carbs and flavor. I'm going to be talking about some tips for gaming and keeping your uh, manly figure mm, or okay. getting your getting your uh, condition up above the level where it's at now. So this is tips and tricks for real life. I've uh, got a couple for you. I'll kind of start off with, uh, you know, for myself, I've started doing some of these. And then I looked at this list and it's got some cool ones too uh, that I pulled up here on... Let's see what it was. This is not one of our normal sites because it's not one of our normal discussions. Mm -hmm. uh, the site is, wow, I'm going to pull a Clint here. It is Wayne Harrell, and this is on zelix.com. Okay. okay. So he must be like, he's a blogger on zelix is what I'm guessing. Okay. Uh, Wayne Harrell, thank you for this uh, content that you gave. We are sharing it. Um, but the first one is just some kind of regular tips. One thing that I've been doing, because I have been uh, trying to lose some weight, which I talked about at the beginning, and trying to get my you know, uh, inflammation and stuff under control, but really mm -hmm. I'm just out of shape even more than normal. Not just my weight, but uh, this last Christmas season for me, for those of you who are new, I do Christmas lights. This last Christmas season for me, um, we had some extra management that we hired, and I worked in the office and in the truck a lot more than usual. So usually mm -hmm. I'm out working, uh, at least half the time, and then in the truck half the time kind of thing. And I'm even on the roofs some. This year, I was on the roof like twice all season. And then I was probably in the truck or in the office 80% of the time. And boy, did I not realize how much of an effect that was going to have on me. Season mm -hmm. ended. I gained weight, went above my normal high. Like I usually sit around 315, 320. I got all the way to 338, folks. Ooh. And... And I noticed for sure in my actual conditioning, because I went right back to walking with my wife, which I was doing before Christmas season, and it was like, whoa, did this get longer? You know, like, I didn't <laughs> even realize how much it got me, and it did. Yeah. And so I have made some changes. One thing I do, because I'm not all the way on the full workout mode yet, is I, uh, I just take breaks during the day. Whether you're a gamer or you work at an office desk, this applies to both of you. If you, if you do a lot of sitting, it's not good for your body. You may not have the time or dedication yet to go do a 30-minute workout once or twice a day, but you, you can take breaks. Say you get up to go to the bathroom and get a drink. Actually do a little quick five-minute high heart rate exercise. Just get your heart up once an hour or so. Get your heart rate up. Get your heart rate up. Make sure you're kind of breathing a little bit heavy, and then go back to whatever it was you were doing. That mm -hmm. actually keeps your mind sharper. It helps you focus on your gaming or your work at a much higher level when you have a little bit of uh, endorphins going and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then it'll help you actually get to where you can work out without it kicking your butt. It's helped me already. I'm feeling a lot better. And that's all I've been doing right now. I, I just take a break. I go hit some push-ups on the, on the uh, couch back behind me, do some sit-ups, maybe kind of run in place, little things that seem like nothing, you know, but if you're overweight and out of shape, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I just do that for about five minutes. Boom. Uh, that's tip number one. Exercise more if you can, but if you can't, that's going to help you a ton. Another thing I started doing is taking breaks because even when I'm not gaming, and we're talking to gamers, there are some gamers out there, your streamers or whatever you are, uh, and your content creators, and you may game eight hours a day. That is your job. 
And mm-hmm. so I do other work at the computer, um, graphic design. Clint does work at a computer, so he knows exactly what I'm talking about too. Mm-hmm. And we get up, and I started stretching too. So when I do those exercises, I also do some stretching, and that has made me feel a lot better in the stiff body type thing, right? Mm-hmm. My back and neck and stuff is not as tight, and so stretching every hour, hour and a half or so goes a long ways when you're gaming. Uh, what do you do at, at at work, Clint? Do you ever get any breaks, or do you at least have some times you got to walk to mm, different places? Or sometimes I'll get up and go see patients and stuff in their rooms. Um, for me, especially if like we've been out gaming, you know, I know we, mm-hmm. you know, doing some gaming. I'll get up and actually walk if I start feeling tired. I got to get up and walk around a little bit, you know, um, to keep myself more alert at the computer. So I get some of that, but. Right. You know, it, it'd definitely be good if I went and maybe took, like, at lunchtime, did a little jog. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my issue is I sweat pretty quickly. So gotcha. uh, it's one of those deals of I don't want to get all sweaty in my scrubs. Um, yep. You see, know. I work from home, so that hasn't been a problem most of the time. I'm working from home if I'm at the desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same thing for most of you gamers. I don't think it's probably a huge deal if you're sweating a little bit. You know, you're in an AC house and you can cool yourself down have a fan on you when you get back to your game or something if you need to mm-hmm. um uh, the other thing that i've been starting to do before i get onto this list is uh i practice good posture so i'm practicing on like not just slouching over on my computer mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i'm trying to sit up straight have me some lumbar support and if you can afford it get you a better chair it's going to go a long ways um that's something I haven't done because I can't afford it, but I have worked on my posture and it makes a difference for sure in how my back feels and stuff. If I'm at my desk for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hit I, on this I'm, list. I'm horrible at the whole, well, I was just going to say when gaming, you'll see me on stream. I'll just start sinking down. I have to, I'm horrible <laughs> at slouching. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of, uh, what do you call that? You kind of slide back like, in your chair. I kind of like lean back like this. And, uh, right. Yeah, know, I was going to say, I slouch down. like this, like I am right now. Right. I, le- I lean forward. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Clint a lean forward. I'm more of a, out. yeah, I slide kind of out, yep. and then my neck and shoulders start yep. kind of crunching in on themselves. And that's that's yeah. when I'm like, oh, I need to I need to move. <laughs> I need to get yeah. back up. Different different <laughs> bad postures are, are still bad. If they're bad postures, it's a bad posture. We still got to just work on sitting up more straight. And having some back support, if that helps you. And uh, I think it'll go a long ways. This guy has a list of 25. We're not going to hit every one. I'm going to hit the ones that I think stand out. You guys interject uh, as much as you'd like. Um, this one I didn't think about. I wear glasses. Didn't cross my mind. Uh, but he said one of the biggest reasons you have eye strain is because when you're playing games, especially first-person shooters, you're actually doing your best not to blink. Even though you're not thinking about it, you're in a high tense situation, and in real life, you would be trained not to blink because you you don't want to miss anything that could cause you to die, if that makes mm. sense. And okay. so, when you're playing those games, you're not blinking, and so it's not necessarily just the screen that's giving you eye strain; it's the intensity of the game that's making you not blink. So your eyes are getting too dry. Uh, mm. He said it'll make a big difference if you just put some, uh, if you get if you see your eye doctor and have him write you a prescription for good um, eye drops. And then use those eye drops while you're gaming, especially if you're doing this as a career. It'll make a big difference on your eye strain. There you go, Hunter. Yeah, and I you have more contacts, seen... Hunter. I used to. I don't anymore. I that did was just see all uh, gig. At, this isn't really eye drops. A coworker mm. of mine bought some uh, gaming glasses. I guess she said that it mm-hmm. was f- famous with gamers. That kind of yellow tinted look. 
Um, yeah, it, it takes, takes the blue out, light takes away. out the blue light out of the out of the computer screen to help with eye strain yep. as well. Yep. You know, athletes guy, started wearing those. There's uh, the oh, OSU really? football OSU football team. The coach got them all blue light glasses so that at night mm. before the game they're not staying up too late because what that does is take the blue light away and it, it keeps you from staying up because your brain shuts off with the lower dim light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Actually, some of the phones that are coming out right now are coming out with uh, less of a blue light level on purpose altogether. Yeah. Apple has a night out. mode yeah, that takes all the, the blue light yeah. out. Yeah, it takes all that yeah out. all of them do. You just a lot of people don't set it. You know, they don't turn on that blue light filter. Mm-hmm. Some of them you can turn it up too and make it almost like brown or, or yellowish looking like you're saying. Mm-hmm. He mentions actually getting um, glasses that have as, as much low glare and shine as possible. Um, a, a quality low glare glasses, he says, will make a big difference. Um, just like we want a low glare screen without reflection, that'll mm-hmm. help us strain on your eyes. Okay. Um, invest in a chair, he hit on that real quick, which I agree with. Um, he said use an ergonomic mouse and keyboard, which definitely helps. Kind of depends on what kind of gaming mouse you like, though. You, sometimes you're going to go with functionality <clears throat> if you're a serious gamer before you'll go with comfort. But a lot mm-hmm. of the serious gaming mouses or mice are still um they're geared to be ergonomic too so that's kind of a good thing because they know you're going to be playing a lot drink plenty of water something that's silly people don't think about when they're doing a desk job or playing games they don't think about hydration well guess what your body still needs water so you need to have a bottle of water or a cup with you pretty much all the time so anytime you even think about being thirsty you can hit it and that's kind of a double positive one it helps keep you hydrated which is great for all around health Two, it'll make you get up and go pee, which is good. Mm. You need a break every once in a while. So get up, go to the bathroom. That'll remind you to stretch and things like that. If you're not drinking pee, you might be able to last uh, longer than you should be sitting there. Um, So it should help give you a little bit of a reminder. Right. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, yeah, he hit on stretching too. I agree, buddy. I agree. Okay, this I never heard of. Okay, this is called C-Bands. This is basically a uh, bracelet, and there's different brands mm-hmm. that are referred to as acupuncture wrist brands. Um, they actually help with motion sickness for people that get motion sickness in games. If you're playing VR games or Oculus or even just some intense games on a, one of them wraparound-style screens or multiple screens, you'll notice you might uh, experience a little bit of vertigo, vertigo or sway, right? Mm-hmm. Um, these go on your wrist, and they should help you with that. He also recommends ginger. They make ginger gum, or if you don't mind uh, chewing on a little piece of ginger here and there, it'll help you really well with your um, feeling motion sickness while playing video games. Mm. So I wonder if that bracelet actually, like, sticks you, or if it's just a point that it pushes on. No, it's, it push it's on just like going to be... Point of, yeah, it's uh, more like... It's like, more like well, acupressure. Pressure point, pressure point. I think Natalie had one of those for pregnancy. Oh, really? Probably, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know they say Mikhail it helps did. with the with the gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, always use anti glare screens. He already I already said that too. Let's see here. Uh, oh, one thing I thought about that I think would be good if you're wanting to think about your posture and also just a little bit of exercise and staying mobile is maybe playing a portion of your day on one of those exercise balls. Right, mm. uh, kind of is going to work your core, keep your stability up, things like mm-hmm. that. I think that would be worth doing. Um. He said, if you do play a variety of games, and some of the games you can use a controller on, because this is specifically kind of talking about PC guys, uh, use a controller when you can instead of just mouse and keyboard all the time. 
We all know it's proven that mouse and keyboard, that position causes a little more problems and also having a variety in what your hands are doing will lessen the chance of you having carpal tunnel and problems mm -hmm. like that. Um, rotate your neck, which you'll see me do right here on the podcast. I'll, I'll pause my mic sometimes, give my neck a good stretch, rotate it because it gets kind of stiff from sitting still looking at the screen. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing when you're gaming. He said it seems like a small thing, but it'll help you be able to go longer and feel better when you're done. Sleep, obviously. Um, Which is a harder here. one, I feel like, on gaming, for dads at least. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah. This, hey, this is a good tip that I never thought about. He said you want to stare at a bright-colored, distant item, maybe something outside of your window that's in the distance. You want to do that every 30 minutes. That will help big time with your eye strain. And when you feel like your eyes are kind of having trouble seeing the screen, mm -hmm. if you stare out, it'll help. Uh, adjust your eyes and use those other muscles that are made for long distance because okay. we're not really meant to only be looking close. And so that's why they start straining. So if you just take every 30 minutes and kind of look out, out your window and focus on a couple items out there and then come back to gaming, that'll help your eye strain too. I thought that was a great tip. Yeah, that's good. Um, a lot of these things I don't, you know, do. Here's one that I know Clint needs to do or should have done in the past. Uh, have good quality headphones that have good sound so that you don't have to have it so loud. Turn your volume down a little bit and save your ears. Mm. Uh, I always joke with him about not being able to hear things. That's just mm. the fact that I can't hear in general. I don't think it's the headphones. Mm. I, th I think it's just, you know, I lived around a mother that was deaf, so, you know, she played everything super loud, and so my ears oh, yeah. were suggested. That's true. Yeah. I didn't, never really thought about that. Yeah. So it could be kind of your whole life you got a little bit too loud. Right. The decibels. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. My mom's always worked at Kicker, which is audio speakers, so I am too a little mm -hmm. bit hearing impaired. Yeah. Gotcha. It's gotcha. like I got to have that sucker blaring or it's mm -hmm. not enough. It's not that I, know, I we go over to, we go over. To, I go over to Clinton's house, and he has either a movie playing or a game playing uh, in the living room, you know, and the girls mm -hmm. are asleep, and he's got that thing so loud, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. should we turn this down a little bit? He's like, yeah. hey, what do you mean? It's barely on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I when, and I'm guilty of that for sure. When I'm playing a game, I do like it loud. But when I'm watching a movie, especially an action movie, I have the surround sound and I want it loud. I want my sub shaking oh, the yeah. floor, and and I'm just that way. And my uh, I used to be that way with Rory. She's six now. That's our youngest, and she was fine. She could sleep through it. And then Tiff slowly started having me turn it down until she woke up from anything. Mm -hmm. And so I've been having to really get on to her when she tells me to turn it down with this new baby. And I say, you remember, you've told me that I was right and you were wrong. And that doesn't happen very often. But mm -hmm. you're the one last time that made me turn it down. And then it started causing problems. Yep. So I'm not going to turn it down. Yep. And uh, and I can tell when, when I'm not here, it's all quiet when she's sleeping. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, don't do that to me. You got to be normal. <laughs> Talk at a normal level. Yeah. Because as yeah. soon as you yeah. have company come over and the baby's sleeping, they're going to wake up. <gasps> yep. <gasps> Especially the young ones. Just, oh, startle. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they wake up from yeah, everything. They fight. They're already fighting their sleep, you know, like, oh, what, what, uh -huh. what's going on? What I miss? Nothing. Yep. Go back to sleep. Uh, he says, he says, avoid 3D gaming too much. Of course, that's adds a whole other level of eye strain. Um, uh, completely cut yourself off from gaming and everything else and just have your own time to breathe and meditate every day. I agree with that. That is mm. good advice. Take some time off. Get your mind clear. Separate yourself from all that jazz. All you dads uh, out you... there with the, the kids that are driving you nuts, the toilet is the greatest place you can, uh -huh. you can go. 
shut that door, lock it, pop in the headphones or whatever you need to do, and just say you're pooping. They don't know the uh -huh. difference. I did see another article. This is a bonus. That's the end of my list there, but I'm going to give you a quick bonus. I think we're good on time. Cut me off if we're not, Clint. Um, you're fired. This guy, this guy, uh, he got this thing. It's kind of like a generator, but it's not. It's actually a, a hardware slash software device mm -hmm. that you can hook to your uh, bike, right? Like if you have a exercise bike, you can mm -hmm. buy you a little cheap exercise bike. And this thing is called Cycle. C Y C or C Y K I L L. Cycle. Um, and basically, it's a device that runs off of your wheel that's turning on that exercise bike right mm. and you hook up your xbox or your pc or whatever it is through that device and you set your exercise program on it so that you have to pedal at a certain extent or it will shut off the power to your xbox Ooh, okay and so if you're in the middle of gaming or whatever of course you can kind of keep a steady pace he said you know, and you'll usually be good as long as you have your settings turned down. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but on certain games where it's not as intense, like maybe not intense first-person shooters, but like mm -hmm. a campaign game, right? Then yeah. you can crank it up so you kind of got to keep your pace up a little bit better. He said there's a, you can set it to where there's enough time where if you're in a panic situation, your brain stops pedaling. And that's okay, but then you'll look down and you'll be, there's like a dial that goes like a circle that'll wind down to two little dots and there's like 16 to start with. Mm. He said you'll look down, it'll be at two dots. You know you're about to shut off. You're in the middle of a game or whatever. Like, oh, you got to start pumping it, it, pumping it. it to get it all the way back up to the safe zone. He said, you know, uh, it's almost like a video game in itself because it just adds like another level to the game I'm playing, and I'm not thinking about exercising. Could you and, imagine uh, playing Daisy cool running idea. through on that? You know, just yeah. Just I think that'd be a pretty on. cool idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could as definitely add it to some VR stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's set up to where. Basically, you time you time an exercise session on there. So if your time runs off, right? Say we wanted to, we're gonna play for two hours, but I'm gonna get a 30 minute session in while we're playing. Then it works for that 30 minutes. If I finish the exercise, it doesn't cut my Xbox off. Okay, mm. so it's gonna if I, if I like a, you get what I'm saying. Shut off. So it's the not like it keeps it going. Yeah, or else you'd have to stop every time. You get okay. what I mean? So yeah, it only works for the cycle you set it for, which I thought was a pretty cool little idea. Yeah, that is cool. Then you can just keep sitting there and play. Mm -hmm. After you're mm -hmm. done. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Very cool awesome. Beans. I'm going to have to take all that into account and start living healthier. Mm-hmm. It's like just small it. things. The little things like that can make a big adjustment, I think. Oh, yeah. Just well, we're going to start running, Clinton. We are. We are. But before I'm gonna that. I'm going to start swiftly kicking you in the nads. Well, before all that, brother, <laughs> I need to know what you got cooking. Good looking. What, 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 what's cooking good looking? Master Chef, at home, listening wherever you are. What's cooking good looking? Alright, well welcome to another What's Cooking Good Looking, guys. Um, and so I'm going to prove Ryan wrong here and say that this is not a high carb meal. Nice. Okay, you don't have to go high carb with Italian. Now there is some carbs in it, obviously, but tonight we're just talking about pasta. Yeah, well, you can always throw some pasta with an Italian dish. Mm -hmm. I mean, any kind you want, really. But I'm going to hey, tell you how to make. Yes, sir. Before you get started, I just want to make a, throw it out there on record. 
I don't think we've done a what's cooking since Christmas time. So wow. I've really missed it. Yeah, maybe it. not. Yeah. Yeah. Because we'll I, 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 was, I was listening to that intro and I just like, boom, 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 just get one. <laughs> I missed it. So it's good yeah, to, it's well, good to have the segment back, Hunter. And we are, and we're going to get fancy tonight. Ooh, I like fancy. Nice. We're going to get fancy. I'm going to tell you how to make uh, a stunning, as Gordon Ramsay would say, meatball and red tomato sauce. Mm. We'll have Ryan so, bring his best goat. Yeah, there you go. Well, these my meatballs best, have what? no goat. My best in them. goat? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> these meatballs have no goat. Because I'm on no the homestead. Goat. I get yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So, um, so basically, yeah, we're, I'm going to tell you guys how to make a, a good meatball and red sauce. And uh, one of my favorite things is making a red sauce for Natalie because she is Italian. And when I can impress my wife with Italian food and that's her culture, I'm doing it mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You guys oh, yeah. fight me, argue me. You're not going to yeah. win this, okay? I've had, I've had I want to tell you, good. my, my uh, mother-in-law's maiden name is Muscatello. It doesn't get more Italian than that, you know? No. So uh, I'll tell you right now. I'm excited about this. I'm excited to talk. So uh, we are going to start with our red sauce because you want to uh, cook this down for a while while you prep everything else. Um, so first off, I want to tell you something that you guys might not have known. Did you know that you sometimes need to be a snob about uh, the ingredients you get? right mm-hmm. well these yes. did you know that there was such a snobbiness that could be made a choice made in canned tomatoes mm-hmm. no i did not know no, that there was a not. snobby level to canned tomatoes i, I think i only knew this because you told me but in, in the past did i, I mean okay, i know well. you told us you taught us in the past how to make our own roasted tomatoes and turn them into sauce and i loved that yes but okay. i didn't know there was a certain level to the canned tomatoes themselves if you wanted to go canned yes okay so um canned is a good way to go and in fact i would uh i would um recommend doing a mixture because i had fresh tomatoes in this sauce too but when okay. you do a mixture it is it speeds up your cooking process because most of the time, uh, tomatoes have been partially cooked that are canned. And if not, they've built up a sugar content because they've mm. been canned. And that helps uh, your cooking process speed up. Uh, plus, it adds more of a richness and it's less watery. Okay. If you do uh, your tomatoes completely from fresh, it, seems, it tends to be a little more water content. Mm-hmm. So it okay. takes a long time to reduce. Does that make sense? Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, there is a tomato... Um, called San Marzano tomatoes. Okay, and what makes these different than any other canned tomato you're going to get is... They already sound more Italian. It Mm -hmm. is a product of Italy. It's imported from Italy. Mm, Um, And it's imported from a specific mountain Mm -hmm. in Italy that they get all these tomatoes from. So now you... you, Oh, hold up, Hunter. How much is this tomato sauce going to be? Right? Mm. I got to get these tomatoes. You can find these tomatoes canned at Walmart for $3 a can, guys. They're yeah, not okay. that expensive. And they add such a richness and, and a good bite to your um, uh, to your tomato sauce. sauce. So, yeah. yeah, so you look for those. There's a couple different brands. Um, the one I use is a yellow can. It's called Cento, uh, C-E-N-T-O. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And they're just San uh, Marzano uh, product of Italy. It'll say right on the can. They're peeled. 
um, and they're whole tomatoes. So you're going to blend them if you, if, if you don't have an immersion blender, which is the stick blender, right? That's what mm -hmm. I use for all my sauces. Um, so anyways, you're going to, you, I get two cans of those and they're pretty big size cans. They're not the small ones. They're the 28 ounce. Okay. Um, okay. I get two of those and then I get two uh, diced tomatoes. Doesn't really matter. Um, the, uh, uh, brand on these. Okay. Just some diced tomatoes that have just Italian some texture. Yes. Some Italian okay. herbs mixed in is nice. You don't have to do that, Ooh. but I prefer it. So, um, I got those two. Those are my two canned products that's going in here. And I take about four uh, Roma, not Roma, excuse me, uh, beefsteak tomatoes. You can use Roma, but you're going to use a little bit more. And mm -hmm. I find they're a little more tough, so you definitely need to bake those off. Um, and then, uh, like I said, I'd prefer you bake any of these tomatoes off that you use because it's going to speed up your cooking process. So f about four fresh tomatoes, two of those cans of uh, Marzano's, um, and then two cans of the chopped uh, tomato to add a little texture, like Ryan said. What was the um, name of fresh tomato you said? Yeah, it was just a fresh, like beef steak tomato, like a beef steak. Okay, mm -hmm. the big, big boys. Okay? okay, right. If you're doing romas, they're smaller, so maybe four, or I mean eight. You know what I'm saying? There's probably two mm -hmm. to one beef steak. Um, but uh, anyway, so you're gonna blend all that up, okay, um, and get it to a smooth consistency in a separate pot. And then you kind of want to get it warm, get it on a low heat to get it warm, kind of start bubbling for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then in a separate pot, you're going to want to get um, some shallot going, two medium to large shallots minced, and then two to three or four cloves of garlic, depending on how much you like garlic. Excuse okay. me. You're going to mince all that up, put it in um, the pot with some olive oil, some red chili flake, again, I just put a pinch in there, but if you like it a little zestier, go at your, go with your eye there on the red chili flake, and then I put okay. some uh, dry basil, dry oregano, and some dry Italian seasoning down in there. Um, okay. Probably, uh, I'd say two teaspoons of each. Um, mm -hmm. Now I'm going to urge you: if you can get fresh basil, do it. Okay. For some reason, I was at the market that day; they had no fresh basil on the wall that they had mm -hmm. the herbs. They didn't have it by the tomatoes where they usually have it, so I just went with dry. A little pro tip, if you're doing dry over fresh herbs, you want to do three to one. So if it's one tablespoon of basil, you want to do three tablespoons of dry. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a big difference, especially for the aromatics. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And so I did a, a little bit of that in each, um, or in the oil, okay? And so then you're going to saute that until all your uh, minced garlic and... Uh, onions get really see-through clear and soft you can smell it i mean like are you sauteing Ryan that said, with a little bit of oil did i miss that olive or? oil yeah yeah olive oil okay 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 uh -huh. just enough to cut the bottom of the pan um and so like uh, ryan said aromatics what he means by that is you're going to start to smell the onion and garlic really strong when it's cooking down and when it gets to that point you're probably good and and so what next you want to do is um, add some white wine to the pan to deglaze the pan and that brings all the stuff off the bottom that's caramelized in into the wine. Um, it may ah. flame. Sometimes uh, wine isn't that high of an alcohol content to flame. As long as you cook it and bubble it for a second, it should burn the alcohol out. Me personally, I always just take a long stem lighter and light the sucker for a second. It just flares real quick, and then you know for sure your alcohol's burned off. 
Um, and so once we're at that point, we've got like this clear and you're, you're probably doing like a half cup of wine. Not a mm. lot. Just, just enough. Okay. If you, if your pot's about this big, you want like that much on the bottom, okay. the whole bottom of the pot, just enough to take the, like I said, deglaze the bottom, cover the bottom. Right. And so after you've hit this stage, now you can take your tomato puree and pour it in. Okay. okay? okay. Because you've developed all those flavors that are going to be in your sauce. Um, at this point, if you had the fresh basil, just put full basil leaves in it. I mean, you don't have to chop them. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Just full basil leaves into your uh, sauce because it's going to bubble for quite a while. Um, and then I always add probably about a tablespoon more of oregano, a tablespoon more um, of the other, the, the Italian seasoning and the dry basil because I didn't have fresh. And mm -hmm. so... Now you've got your pot or your sauce. The only other thing I add is uh, kosher salt, and then I do a little bit of onion salt and garlic salt. Mm -hmm. And okay. so I let that go, and that's going to bubble for quite a while. I mean, I think I bubbled it on a low medium yesterday for maybe an hour and a half to two hours. Oh, really? Um, and so, but that's going to develop. You'll see the difference. When you first pour that tomato in there, it's almost a bright red. Mm -hmm. And then by the okay. time your sauce is done, you have a deep, rich red. And okay. so what has happened is is the sugars have caramelized inside of your sauce and the water has vaporized out of the steam because you've been cooking it for so long and it thickens mm -hmm. and condenses. Um, but while that's doing that, you can make your meatballs, right? Mm -hmm. And okay. so um, I took a recipe that Gordon Ramsay does because I love that guy. Um, and I, I just made a couple tweaks to it. Not that his wasn't perfect. Okay. Don't, mm -hmm. don't come at me, Gordon. All right. <laughs> but I just personal re uh, preferences. I've made a couple. Um, so, uh, so what you're going to need for this is, uh, six tablespoons of white fine breadcrumbs, okay. a little milk. Uh, it's going to be to soak your breadcrumbs, uh, um, let's see, two tablespoons, well, actually four tablespoons of olive oil. Um, let's see here, uh, black pepper and sea salt for taste. Um, and then you're going to need about, I did a pound of ground beef and a pound of Italian sausage. Um, okay. and then parsley and Parmesan, uh, about four tablespoons of Parmesan. And I did... It said finely grated, but I honestly did the pretty rough cut Parmesan because I like the pockets mm -hmm. of cheese and the meatball. Mm -hmm. um, and then you're going to need a little bit of flour just to dust the outside. So what that's going to look like is you're going to put your sausage and your beef in into, obviously, um, a mixture together in a big bowl. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to take those breadcrumbs. And what I made the change to it is I added a little bit of Italian seasoning and uh, onion and garlic powder to my breadcrumb. I didn't say to okay. do that, but I did because I want a little more flavor in my meatballs. And right. so what you're going to do is you're going to take your breadcrumb. And uh, if you don't have or like I went to the market the other day and I was a dummy and forgot to grab breadcrumb. Mm -hmm. So what I did mm -hmm. is I took uh, we had a bunch of leftover hamburger buns. I put mm -hmm. them in the oven to where they were like toast, really dried out. Let them cool. You don't want to do it hot because it'll add moisture back in because of steam. Let them cool and then run it through your blender. Get it really fine, huh. and there's your breadcrumb. Okay. Um, so you're gonna put that in a bowl, 
and then uh, you're going to add milk just to the top of it, like cereal, okay? Mm. Just to where it barely hits the top. Mix that in good with the spoon, and that's going to soak in. Um, and you're going to let that soak for just a little bit because it'll, it'll really take it in fast, those breadcrumbs will. Uh, and so after that, uh, I had a great consistency when I did it yesterday, so I didn't have to do this. But if you have excess milk, you're just going to squeeze it, and it's going to get that excess milk out of the breadcrumb, okay? Okay. That's going to go straight into your meatballs or your meat mixture, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to do salt and pepper, a good amount, and then you're going to form those into about um, the size of a walnut, okay? Or maybe just a little smaller than a golf ball or a golf ball size if you like them a little bigger. Mm-hmm. And then this next part, I've never done, you know, until I started making them this way uh, a while back, but you're actually going to take it and drop it in some flour and just coat the outside real light dust with flour. And then you're going to saute these and brown them in some olive oil on the stovetop. And so what that's going to do is seal your meatball in. It's going to give it a sear. And so that the juices just don't run all out of the raw meat when they're in the hot oven. So you're going to sear. It gives it a little bit of texture on the outside that's not just going to be mush. It's Mm -hmm. got kind of a golden fry to the outside. And don't picture like a fried meatball. That's not what it's going to look like. It's, right. it's just going to have a brown coating on the outside of your meat, like you got a good sear on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you put those all in a pan. You're going to take your sauce that's finished, okay? And then you're going to ladle it over the top and throw that in the oven. I highly recommend that you give a liberal amount of Parmesan to the top of that or uh, sliced provolone. Put a bunch of that over the top. Mm. Um, and then that's going to go in the oven at uh, 375 for about 10 to 15 minutes till it gets bubbly. Okay. Um, because your sauce and your meatballs are already warm. They're partially cooked, the meatballs are, so it's not going to take that right. long. Um, and so when they're done, you know, uh, you can pair them with any pasta you want. Um, we had so many leftovers that tonight Natalie was making meatball subs. That's she what I was going to say, meatball in a sub, hoagie, yeah. yeah, with some provolone on top. And so, man, these are just, uh, they're great. You know, and it makes you feel like a, like a top tier chef. Um, How big are you making these meatballs? I made it about golf ball size, and the reason why okay. is I knew Natalie would probably use them, um, in uh, in a sandwich, and you want it mm-hmm. to be manageable in a sandwich. Now, right. if you're going for like restaurant fancy uh, appeal style, a lot of times those guys will do baseball size meatballs, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would recommend if you're doing that, that um, you do the sear still the best to your ability because it's going to be kind of hard to pick that thing up when it's not cooked. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then throw it on a, a cooking sheet and put it in the oven without the sauce to cook through. Mm-hmm. Then you can add your sauce and maybe cook for a little longer in the oven to get the sauce to um, mm-hmm. coat, right? But I actually you don't want the to put it. ball size. They're like perfect for taking half of one with each bite of your pot yes. or whatever you're eating. Yes, That's yes, why I yes. Like those ones. Yeah. I know a lot of the um, rustic style now with new Italian restaurants popping up are to just do massive meatballs. It's yeah. like you you have your pasta and you only have two or three with your meal because they're like this right. big. Right, right. You know? I've seen that. Um, and so that that they're that is a trend that <laughs> you have to make sure you're cooking it through because you're working with ground beef. You know, yeah. right. Um, and you know some people we'll eat it a little medium and that's okay because people are doing that now with burgers, but, uh, you got the pork in there too. So, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you got to make sure you're cooking those through all the way. So if you're making a bigger one, I would just suggest cooking it all the way through. Check with a thermometer, and then you can coat your sauce. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, we made these last night, and uh, I just wanted to share them with you. And man, they were so good. The texture inside, because of the breadcrumb that you've soaked, um, mm-hmm. it's not too you know it holds together. But when you bite through, man, it's just so smooth. I don't mm-hmm. know how to explain mm-hmm. it. Um, you don't feel like you're eating breading. It feels like the whole thing's meat, obviously, because it mostly is, but it's so smooth that it just runs with your pasta. I don't know if you've ever had a dry meatball. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Where it just feels like somebody put a hamburger patty in your, you know what I'm saying? And so that's not really a meatball. It's a hamburger. No, this is nothing like that. (laughs) And the texture on these are so amazing. They just melt in your mouth. And so, well, that's just like if you take those, uh, you know, those frozen meatballs you can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I actually, I, I don't dislike them, but if you were to take those and bake them, like it recommends on the package, you get those kind of, they get yeah. kind of firm and dry. If Super you cook dry. them in a crock pot with the sauce, they're the bomb. Right. They're good for some frozen ones, but they're right. a different story. I, I can't do I agree meatball. with you. Yeah. yeah it, it, but even when you do those uh, over the market, when there's such a spring back, it's almost like a rubber. Yeah. And yeah, there different. is a certain spring back you want in this, but man, these are so good, guys. They just... Yeah. I mean, they just, they're great. I did the Italian. Now I'm going to have to make some meatballs. I did the Italian. But without the breadcrumbs because I'm a carnivore. I see how they come out. And I got to go find some gluten free, you know, fake breadcrumbs and see if that'll even stand. Oh, yeah. I I bet you can use panko. Panko is rice breadcrumbs. It's gluten free. Yeah. You could definitely use panko. It probably Um, won't have the same taste, but hey, you know. No, it will. If you soak it. There's not much flavor to the breadcrumbs. Yeah. Yeah, If you soak it and you put. They're more of a binder, right? Yeah. yeah, if you soak it and then you put the Italian flavors in there, like I said, you won't be able to tell, I doubt. I don't know if the consistency will be so smooth because it's just panko, mm-hmm. but, I mean, it's going to be so close that, you know. Right. I used to, a little backstory on uh, frozen meatballs, Ryan. I used to, my grandma used to make those for us all the time, and uh-huh. uh, one day she made them for us, and I got so sick. I don't mm, know if it was really? from the meatballs. I think I may have just got the flu or something after that. I was young. But because of that, you right up here. I cannot eat frozen meatballs. I can do meatballs if, like, even at the restaurants. If Natalie orders meatballs, I don't order them at restaurants. But if she orders them, I have to like open it and look first, mm-hmm. and make oh, sure really? it looks like a good quality one before I eat it. Because yeah. in my brain, I just can't. If they're frozen, I can't do it. That's funny. So yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. There is some uh, bypass to that, though, if they're like teriyaki or barbecue meatballs. For some reason, I can get around that a little bit. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I like those frozen ones in some barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. almost yep. like uh, Little Smokies. You just cook yep. them in the crock pot with some barbecue yep, sauce. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. It's good stuff. But yeah, guys, that's it. If you want to be fancy, uh, um, this really doesn't, it takes a long time, but it's not hard. Um, it takes a little love, you know, but when you put some extra love into a dish, you're going to get some extra love out. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. your wife's will appreciate it, you know. Yeah. Um, Natalie tasted that sauce at the end of the night when I was done cooking it, and she was like, this is one of the best sauces I've ever had. Mm. She said, I haven't had a red sauce this good in years. And I was like, "Yes, I'm accomplished. I'm an accomplished <laughs> chef. If I can cook for a, a true 100% blood Italian, and she's praising my red sauce, I've done something right. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That's good, man. Well, you know, we'll see if I can ever make that. That sounded like a, 
it does like the next step up from what I probably am capable of doing, but we'll see. Yeah, that's that's like I tried to invite Hunter over to make some sauce for you. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I need see that's I what happens. It. I go over there to teach and I don't yeah. end up teaching, I just cook for him. Uh, yeah, it's like okay, exactly. well, I'm the professional chef that's coming over here to just. Well, cook there's Clinton distractions meal. that happen, you know, the kids <laughs> and all that. So then it's like, well, I'm I'm just glad you're here, Hunter, and you cook, man. Thank you. Yep. They so. kind of made it sound like I use you, and I don't. Well, that was a good show. You know, we went over games. We hit healthy lifestyle with gaming. I think those are some good tips we can use. And uh, you know, Hunter, Hunter's got us hooked up on the Italian dish. So I'm kind of wanting to go eat some of that now, but I Mm. can't. So Um, if you listen to the podcast, you might want to do it early, early in the morning. That way you can prepare um, when you hear these uh, what's cooking segments. Because if you're listening at at 10 o'clock at night, you're going to be kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah, Then you can call in the Walmart, have your food ready to pick up on the way home, your groceries, Mm -hmm. and go home, grab them, and prepare a special dinner for the wife. I always torture myself. Or for the husband. Because you might be a girl listening. Uh, plenty of moms listen. This is Delirious yeah. Dads gaming, but that just means we're Delirious Dads. It's not That's only right. for Delirious it's Dads. It's open to anybody who wants mm-hmm. to listen. Yeah, well, so I was saying, uh, I always I always punish myself. I end up watching like the Food Network at 10 or 11 <laughs> at night just on the couch. Oh, and Guy yeah. Fieri's walking through and trying all mm. these things, and I'm like, I'm hungry as heck right now. Oh, yeah. So I just can't watch I can't watch Food Network when I'm, I'm fasting on the Spe- one of those Yeah, days. I was going to yeah. say, especially if you're fasting, don't do it. It's awful. Goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, you can uh, check out others on iTunes, Google Play. Um, You can also check it out on our website, www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. We actually have a catalog there where you can scroll through and pick out the the episodes you want right there from the website. You don't even need to download the episode. You can actually stream it from our website. Um, Also, if you'd like to support the channel, you can check us out over on um, www.patreon.com slash deliriousdadsgaming. Um, entries start at 3 bucks, but it's 3 bucks a month just to support the show if you're into it. Um, if not, we'll still be here with free content every week. And Hopefully that uh, we just hope our content contributes to your day and your week. That's yeah. when we're trying to create content that you guys, you know, you, you have it and it's like, yeah. Yeah. That added to what was going on in my life. That's what we're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're just dads like you. Um, oh, yeah. That have a passion for making things happen um, within gaming and kind of that dad life of, hey, you're not the only dad out there, and here's some dads that enjoy gaming just like you. Uh, with that said, we also got our YouTube channel. Um, you can go check that out. We're starting to put out some gaming stream videos that are more on the comedic side, but we enjoy uh, posting them. And we've had fun yeah. with some of those Like trim down highlight videos. Yeah. yeah. So you don't have yeah. to sit through the whole stream. If you just kind of want to check out what have the Delirious Dad's been up to on the actual gaming side of things, um, you can check those out. Yep. Our most recent video is Consequences. Um, we learned that a <laughs> uh, certain, certain member of the team learned that you don't take out certain people um, in Daisy because it can bite you later on in your gaming experience. Definitely. You know, I think I've said all I've got to say on my end. All right, guys. I guess that means you need to stay delirious. Stay dadding. And stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. 
For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.